0: so from my waste of talent we've got doing a rail of the sega sugar
1: doing a rail of the sega sugar (laughs) right
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm thinking have you seen that photo of the sonic curry
1: yes yeah yeah yeah.
0: blue the blue stuff i'm thinking (laughs) yeah that's that's how you describe it yeah it's It's blue
1: stuff and rice it's, it it's looks, blue slop and rice. Yeah,
0: it looks horrible. I bet it tastes just like regular curry. It's that's just the thing.
1: katsu curry, I'm sure. Yeah, it it just
0: looks like it tastes like curry. Mm-hmm. So, well, it, it looks blue. and looks horrible, yep.
1: but I reckon it tastes fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why anyone would have eaten it. Because it's sonic. Yeah. And, you know, it's a novelty, is the answer to that. Why did <laughs> anyone eat green ketchup? It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Even or- though tomatoes can be green. But everyone was like, whoa, it's like slime! I'm eating goop! (laughs) So, doing a rail of the Sega Sugar. Well, this is. To me, this is quite obvious what it is. Yeah. It's a tie in with a Sega Virtual Console. Okay. Where people get dragged into a Mega Drive. And we animate like them in Golden Axe, them in Sonic, them in Streets of Rage. Um, like them, them in Shinobi, like trying, and th- they pick up a character from each and they, mm. f- they they meet friends and they sort of like... I feel like we really need Dave Bulmer on this one. <laughs> you
0: know, you know what I mean? Like, like a re- he could have been really helpful. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I can message him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, just give him a ring. Dave, could you help us with this pitch? The start, the
1: start of this, like the start of this podcast is, on, is, is just us two in a room. The end of it is us recording with Dave Bulmer. <laughs> Animated Dave yeah. Bulmer, um, but uh, yeah, so
0: I, I think yeah, it pulled into a Mega Drive, much like the film Jumanji. Yeah, very much so. The 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 newer ones, not the not the one with the board game, the uh, the like the video game. Yeah, one. Yeah,
1: except it's licensed, and I think we can we can definitely kind of work in an angle of like, um, I. We could, we could do something that is less like like Jumanji the video game right, mm. which is more like we play around with the fact that eight bit animations are weird and like sixteen eight and sixteen bit animations are weird and like um, that uh, you know you go you're, they're in the golden axe world and then someone they're they're like what's this this terrifying monster and it's like it's a mount you got to get on it so we can ride it yeah. and they go well how do I do that and they're like you press B am <laughs> like I don't have a B look at me Yeah. Um, and they're like you've just got just think B <laughs> and then
0: and I then... love how the characters in the video game are like <laughs> press B and they're like I don't know how to
1: do that? And how well, did you? You don't have a B. How did you find out about it? It's like they, it says there. We just had to read it in a mirror. Yeah. Um, it's, and there's this, this bar that says press B to get on the on the on the creature. We're programmed to tell you to press B. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. I think they they go up to it, and then they're just suddenly on it, yeah. right? And then the, the the main characters are sort of like, I don't know how to do this. And then they they like they try and climb on it, but it won't work. They don't like they they can't just climb onto the mount. So they just have to envision pressing B, and it just they just go, and suddenly they're on it. And they like, how did that happen? And they're like, doesn't matter. Move.
0: <laughs> the monsters are coming. Going. Okay. So. So I'm thinking it's just just this is just a cash grab exploration of uh... for sure
1: yeah for, of old of old Sega properties and, yeah. and you know it's we kind of go through and the 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 most problematic part of this is that literally it's it's because they it's someone who ground up a, a Sega cartridge or Mega Drive <laughs> and they all snort it. <laughs> it's this is a Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> Wait, Seth Rogen's into weed. He's not into
0: cocaine.
1: It's, this isn't cocaine. This is yeah. ground-up Mega Drive. Of course.
0: <laughs> of course. Not an allegory for cocaine at all. No, no, no. no. Yeah, they, just, they
1: just get really high. Doing a rail of
0: the Sega sugar. Yeah, they,
1: they, they get really stoned on yeah. weed, and then they think it's a good idea to grind up an old Mega Drive and snort it and see that's, what happens.
0: That's the moral of this story. <laughs> like... Seth Rogen, James Franco, yeah. all their mates yeah. are just really high, and they come up with this idea, yeah. and then at the end of the film, they uh, they end, they all end up in hospital with yeah. incredibly bad like brain damage, burnt lungs, and yeah, yeah, because like... they they've just snorted a load of computer parts,
1: <laughs> yeah, plastic and metal, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then uh, James Franco wakes up and he's like, oh god, what's What's going on? What's happening now? (laughs) James Franco? I forgot James Franco. I forgot this is the (laughs) voice James Franco has. What's happening now then? Joiny man James Franco. Um, (laughs) He's like, bloody hell. Who's that at the bottom of my bed? It's Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Hey! he's just Sonic the Hedgehog like a 2D pixelated Sonic the Hedgehog is waiting there at the bottom of the bed tapping his watch
1: (laughs) (laughs) we gotta beat the cops (laughs) we gotta beat the cops cause Eggman's working with the cops (laughs) as usual (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's the thing, though. Like, usually it's recently it's Sonic that's been working with the cops. Yeah,
1: but we're gonna we're gonna make sure that that's not the case anymore. Good. We're gonna save the Sonic franchise <laughs> by making him not work with the cops. Yeah, by 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 making sure that he's there out, out to to evade or stop the cops. Yeah, rather than to uh, to help them in any way. There we go. There we go. That was uh, <laughs> doing Is a that rail... the whole thing. Yeah. I feel like like what but in that film right just what is going to be the main threat Dr. Eggman of is course it, is, it, is it Eggman basically it's like an exchange it's when they go into the Segaverse because mm. this is going to be just a series of sketches at the start right yeah they do the snorting they're, they're playing Sega they grind they grind a the cartridge up and they, they snort it yeah. with la- a line of the Sega sugar and that and that takes them into individual games yeah right they just shave it off the edge of the cartridge <laughs> because it's a special kind of magic and um, they go into that 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 world so they go into uh, they go into Sonic's universe first and they spend a bunch of time hanging out with Sonic messing about and that sort of thing right and then they realise that when they came in Eggman got out right Yeah. so he's escaped from the the game and he started working with the cops to, to to lay traps for a for a blue hedgehog yeah um, but it's Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey as Eggman. Oh yeah, for sure. This is
0: the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's live action Eggman, <laughs> which
1: makes it even more complicated. <laughs> yeah, but he is. We we yeah. Wait, we just we just paint him so he looks animated. <laughs> Just acrylic
0: paint all over Jim Carrey. Uh, For some reason, Knuckles is just an echidna.
1: Yeah. It's just a
0: (laughs) a live-action echidna.
1: Yeah, a proper echidna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there's a kind of exchange. So in order to stop Eggman, they go into the other games... Um, uh you know and then they they but then of course those villains start escaping as well mm. there's a whole thing it's kind of like Lego Batman mm. um but like in the, like all the villains are all together at one point um but uh like they 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 eventually realise that they've got to bring all the heroes out of it as well with Sonic. They end up in hospital there because they've been snorting so much cartridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, um, but they they eventually drag themselves out of bed and in in doing so sort of solve all their life problems.
0: (laughs) Right, because James Franco's following Sonic, Sonic's like, do what I do! And then James Franco, we just cut to James Franco without the Sonic. Like... Without the Sonic avatar just yeah. sort of running around beside him, <laughs>
1: he's, he's just rolling he's, around, his pants, yeah, and a, and a, and a hospital gown, <laughs> just running
0: at full pelt through the New York streets, and then and then doing forward rolls. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Doing the, yeah, just, just <laughs> slowing down to do a forward roll and then carrying on yeah. and then doing another forward
0: roll into a taxi that he believes <laughs> like, is uh, one of Robotnik's goes, badniks
1: ah, fuck you spin attack <laughs> <laughs> he says and he just and he just does a flip and leg drops this taxi yeah <laughs> The
0: taxi drivers like, what the bloody hell are you doing? I don't know why. Why he's sort of a mixture of <laughs> of a New York, but with <laughs> with the cadence of an Englishman. He's like, <laughs> what the bloody hell are you doing? You're free
1: from this badnik now. <laughs> fly away, fly away, little tiny flicky <laughs> I think that's.
0: <laughs> really really wanting to do a forward loop, <laughs> <laughs> where he, he finds a naturally occurring loopy loop, yeah, and just falls like halfway
1: down. I don't know, that finds a roller coaster in someone's back garden.
0: Ow me bloody back, <laughs> my bloody back. <laughs> There we go. That was uh, doing a rail of the Sega sugar. The tagline, I think, for this should be, don't. <laughs> don't, yeah,
1: that's yeah, it. Yeah,
0: just don't. Whatever you do, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask you what genre we're doing, and then I was like, oh, yeah, no, I know the genre we're yeah. doing, because I've just had to write the titles down. <laughs> and then I realised, oh, yeah, this is making a lot more sense. Now that you've,
1: now that you've added the animation aspects to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Animation and... Um, the blend. The blend. Of live action and animation. The, the
1: horrible, horrible blend. But our patrons bloody went for it. Like, yeah. I, I This is the first time I've ever put that on the poll. Yeah. Um, and uh, they it unanimously was, voted.
0: It was a landslide for... It was.
1: For... Uh, animation.
0: You've gone for Space Jam 2, haven't you? Or Space Anthony, Jam...
1: Yeah. You called
0: Space Jam The New Age or oh, something like that? I,
1: I imagine so.
0: Space Jam
1: The New Space World Jam Order. featuring Don Cheadle. <laughs> I don't I... know.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> end of the Cheetleverse. Yeah. I'm guessing Michael Jordan is going to be in there
1: somewhere. Possibly, yeah. As either
0: an Easter egg yeah. or like as an You know how the original
1: cast of Starsky and Hutch were at the end of yes, Starsky and Hutch? Yes, yeah. It would be... Even then... It would, wouldn't it be great if, like, they just have, like... Listen, I know, I, know, I know LeBron James has a big beard. Yeah. But wouldn't it be funny if... One of the jokes was that Michael Jordan had been had been hanging out in Toontown, like <laughs> like not not, uh, like, not Disney's Toontown, like, but like Robin
0: Williams from Jammando. Yeah, 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 and yeah. he'd just
1: got his long beard and he'd been there for ages and <laughs> ages and ages, and they had to go and get him to help out.
0: we like <laughs> the film expects you to forget how Space Jam One ends.
1: Yeah, he's the he's the the old sage. Yeah. He
0: is the the Obi Wan Kenobi of uh, of the Space Jam universe. Yeah, he's,
1: they've got to uh, go and get him, and, and he's going to teach yeah. LeBron James how to stretch his arms out big. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's a stupid movie. Like, I, I'd be disappointed if they didn't reference the first movie. Yeah. Although, from gonna, what I can see, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it has, apart from Looney Tunes playing basketball with a yeah, yeah. famous basketball player yeah. from
1: The Now, uh-huh. there's nothing in common. No, but it, it is full of other references. So that, to, yeah. to not reference... Basically, <laughs> what I'm expecting to see, given that it appears to be a film mainly about showing off Warner Brothers' catalogue, yeah. is that they are that Space Jam 1 is treated in very much the same way as any other Warner Brothers property (laughs) so like they get (laughs) they start playing basketball in Space Jam 2 right they start playing basketball sort of like dribbling and then in the background of one scene you can see Another Bugs Bunny and another Marvin the Martian yeah. and like another and and another and then then Michael Jordan yeah just in the background cheering them on as just as just feet like bit parts
0: yeah yeah Michael Jordan is owned by Warner Brothers now. <laughs> yeah we all know yeah <laughs> but like uh, that was the deal that was made he he had to play a basketball game against actual Looney Tunes <laughs> yeah and if you lost yeah well, this is the thing that that trailer. I thought was way too complicated. Yeah, because I, there's a soft spot in my heart for Space Jam. Yeah, like it was. It was a film I fucking loved when I was a kid. It's, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good time. It's a it's a very good advert for Nike trainers. Yes, um, yeah. but um, <laughs> now you watch it now and you're like, oh shit, no, this is just like it's not even a feature length film. No. It is just an advert it's just for Nike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, and yeah, it's like the whole trailer is sort of having to justify the premise for LeBron James playing basketball with Looney Tunes <laughs> and in really... Space Jam. And yeah. like and like yeah. how he gets there, the whole yeah. science yeah, yeah. of how he gets yeah, there. Yeah, it's like,
1: I'm Don Cheadle, the AI machine. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Which again is like, wait, hang on, that's in no way related to Looney Tunes. (laughs) And Looney Tunes seem like bit parts in what seems to be their own movie. Space Jam 1, Mm -hmm. he just gets pulled through
1: a golf hole. Yeah, he just... That's that's it. it. That's... Bugs Bunny pulls him through a golf hole and then that's...
0: (laughs) There's there's no explanation of how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Or anything. Wayne Knight's digging up that golf hole afterwards. Yeah doesn't Can't doesn't find, find whatever yeah. whatever was sucking uh, Michael Jordan in. No, that's never explained, and it's good for it. It's like <laughs> this
1: film is fucking weird. Like, so in a way, I agree. Although it being the second one mm. does feel like you do have to explain it a bit more. Because, I don't think you do because I if right. Here's here's a thing. If I um right, if they made another labyrinth. Yeah. I'd expect more more mechanics as well. Because in in Labyrinth, you just go... Well, he's just got a power make a go into a place of the goblin town, right? Yeah. And then she wants to get out of it. It's, it's what it is, right? It's only only him that can it's get just, her in and it's out. It's just magic. It's just magic. That's fine. But if they made it again... Yeah. How do I phrase this? To stop me feeling like this was a pointless retreading of old ground, Mm. I'd need to know where in that world they had gone other than exactly where they trod earlier. So, in terms of Space Jam, I want to know what ground, what kind of like narrative ground Space Jam 2 is covering that Space Jam 1 didn't. But I, I,
0: I... I think... I think the problem I have with it Mm. is that they could have just done... I mean, the, they they had to do more yeah. because it was a sequel they have to show more, just to sort of get us all all involved to
1: stop us from saying I've seen Space Jam One and this looks exactly like exactly the same film. Yeah, yeah, but just like with different real life like
0: explaining the science of it and how it works.
1: I mean, they they do a lot. It doesn't really matter as
0: long as like the themes are different or like they build on on something uh, a bit more. Because again, with with Labyrinth, you wouldn't you. I would just be bored if David Bowie explained how all his magic works.
1: I think it like it it totally depends on 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 who you are and what what you're looking for. And Uh. also, I don't think like you need to sit down and explain everything. I don't think they do in the trailer. (laughs) I think they say like, "Hey, this is a this is a bit computery." Yeah, kind of in the internet. Um, but then what's what's really great about that trailer is it it makes uh, a kind of schemorphic it makes the 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 show of Looney Tunes yeah. feel like it's a real object. Things are a, a real object, and that your perspective <laughs> when you get that is is like forced perspective. It
0: it does it does this in the first one but in a way where it's not like linked to anything in the real world <laughs> you know what i mean like it's like oh the internet does this it's sort like i am the master of the internet mm. this is where this is where these things come from this is where these things come from and it, in in space jam there's even a bit where they're watching a cartoon, and Porky Pig walks. I think they're watching. Um, I was about to say Blade Runner, Road Runner. Yeah. Uh, and Porky Pig walks in and goes, "We've got to, we've got to leave." <laughs> there's a town meeting, yeah. emergency meeting, and then, and then Road Runner shoots off with Porky Pig, and then yeah. while gets flung up by a thing, and mm. then there's just a frame of, with nothing in it, <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are just going. Where'd they go? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a great moment. It yeah. doesn't really need to be like linked to anything <laughs> because it works
1: narratively and yeah. it's quite a funny bit. Yeah. Whereas I just don't like you. Those do, yeah. Those jokes aren't going to work again. No. No, they're not. So, they're, like it or not, Tom, they're making a second get, Space Jam. Get, get more... Get, <laughs> just get smart jokes like that instead they, of they are to... But the, they are the smart jokes that have already been made. All the smart yeah. jokes were already made in Space don't Jam. don't make a sequel to Space Jam. Like it or not, they're making a sequel to Space Jam. <laughs> right? So... You you're gonna have oh, to accept smarter jokes. <laughs> no, no. The thing is, all the smart jokes got written. <laughs> if you nice. if you can't think of other jokes that aren't in Space Jam One that feel smart, then I'm, there are no other jokes I'm to make.
0: Sure, they could come up with with
1: other stuff. If they want to make like thematically cohesive, because we don't accept we don't we just don't accept films like Space Jam anymore. Yeah. Because what they end up with, what you end up with, is trolls. Or like um, uh, like they don't
0: they don't make they don't make films like Space Jam anymore because of stuff like Cinema Sins where it's like nitpicking bits of uh, of reality in a in a film where it's like this I is I, I, I this really how does I, this
1: work how I really work? doubt I personally really doubt that the person who wrote Space Jam 2 watches Cinema Sins like you know, like be I would
0: surprised.
1: I reckon... You can tell when people do, because it's the end of Game of Thrones. Um, Like, you can... Because it, it feels like a retraction of the thing... Of, mm. of, of being genuine. And I think, honestly, this trailer... I'm not saying it's brilliant. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it feels like someone has genuinely gone, here are the things I loved about Space Jam... Right, I love the smart jokes when they leave frame and it's and it's seen as a kind of schemorphic pipe. I'm going to get rid of all of them. Like I'm going to get rid of everything. I love about
0: Space Jam. Again, I, it's not my favourite movie. <laughs> I, it was, it, I wouldn't die on I'm, the hill of I'm, Space Jam.
1: All I'm saying is, I think you have um, you like the parts of uh, you like the parts of like Star Wars where they don't explain things. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people like the parts of Star Wars where they do, or at least those like, bits that make you think about those things, and sometimes they get explained, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Um, like, you can, especially in sequels, you almost have to. It, we've had this conversation before, I'm sure, where, mm. where um, not specifically about Star Wars, but just about generally sequels, mm. which is to say, if you make something entirely new... Then you, um, then what you do is you, you ask, make people ask why it is in this, why it's a sequel at all. Mm. If you make something, so Frozen Two, for instance, yeah. that could easily have been a different film. Yeah. Um, if you make something that retreads the, the same ground and makes the same jokes, yeah. you make people ask why is there a sequel, sequel at all. Yeah. And then, so so what, what people, what you have to do with sequels is take something from the the, fil- the film. And usually in beloved films, it was already kind of sewn up because if you're a writer and you leave a gaping hole without planning a sequel, you've done writing wrong?
0: But again, I, I think the problem is explaining how the world works.
1: Now, I, don't, I don't quite understand now, why I've, that's a
0: problem. I've, I've got an example. Mm. Toy Story. Yeah. Toy Story 2 doesn't explain how... how the toys work any more than Toy Story 1 does. Yeah. Toy Story 2 is a better film and it basically just takes another another look at these characters mm-hmm. and puts them in a different situation and sees how they would react. It's a film about like like almost like a legacy. Almost. Right. Um But again, it doesn't explain how the living toys work. Yeah. Or how, what the rules are. Because the rules are already... Pretty simple. Toys can't act around um, when kids are around yeah. or, or people are around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there's like a secret life. Yeah, they don't go into explain how that works or what sort of magic <laughs> magic yeah. comes about, but more well, what magic came about to sort of make that happen. Sure, it just is. Uh-huh. But again, the story and the narrative are what make that film good.
1: Right. Do you get what my
0: point is?
1: I don't like I, I sort of I, I understand what you're saying, definitely. Yeah. I can see those things, but I don't actually have a a through line between things being explained and things being bad. Like, mm. there are examples where things are explained where they are bad. Yeah. Um and uh that bit in Toy Story Four where there's a spoon fork. Yeah. Um like I I I yeah it's no. possible it's possible it's possible to ruin things by explaining them yeah i just don't think that is the rule i mm. uh, i it's it's
0: not but
1: i like... i think i think treading in into the narrative uh, space mm. the, the fantastical space that a that a genre creates or not it's not a genre that a franchise creates mm. is p- part of that franchise expanding. Mm. And I know we always want just new worlds and new so, something new and we want to see um something new but I think that stepping foot in the play, in in the empty space that an ori- original work uh creates mm. um whether it was an intended when it's done elegantly yeah it was intended to be a sequel or it was intended to be tread trod on later. Yeah. Um, and when it's done inelegantly, it wasn't intended to be tread on later. Yeah. And depending on how well it is it's a sliding scale, right? You can be you can have intended it and then you can give it to writers that don't understand it and then it can end up shit. Yeah. Um and or you can not intend it and you can give it to writers who just love the franchise and it'll end up good. Mm. Like um for me The Last Jedi was a really good example of that mm. right uh, The Last Jedi expanded some of Star Wars's lore I
0: was, I was about to use this as an example as well um, Last Jedi Last Jedi expands on stuff mm. doesn't explain it
1: I like it definitely explains some things yeah it, like the, the expansion and explanation are they're, they're similar mm. and, in, and especially in The Last Jedi um, the philosophical explanation is massive Mm. the idea like getting a bunch of texts and like um you know going back to the kind of the heart of like the jedi religion Mm. and seeing not how these people acted in in when they were in government and not how these people act when they are a sect but literally the heart of a religion and its philosophy Mm. and um uh, kind of boiling back to that and 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 having that cast a shadow on the proceedings of the rest of the thing. That's all expansion, um, and that is, it is all explanation for um, the way people act and the way it, the places that things come from. Um, and I think it was just done elegantly, mm. um, and I think it was just done um, in a way that that helped us. And likewise, the military-industrial complex stuff mm. that we have never seen in the rest of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. But again explained and elegantly and so it just seemed it felt like it fit into a part of the star wars universe yeah um
0: but at no point does it explain how the force works
1: well that had already been done inelegantly yeah exactly um like and Jeez. this is i think this is the point is that like i don't see i don't see the thing in the space jam trailer as inelegant yeah. i see it as a continua a logical continuation of the stuff of those jokes in in Space Jam, like I loved it when it looked like he was about to hit those rings from the You know, like I'm looking at that and going, like, wow, it's really cool that that is passing by and it's kind of a, a real physical object. However, my my bit is yeah. right in Space Jam One. Yeah,
0: all that happens is Michael Jordan gets sucked through a golf hole. Yeah, we're not sure <laughs> why this works. <laughs> it just works, yeah. right? in the trailer for Space Jam 2 he's now got to go f- via the internet <laughs> which which he's he's just sort of brought into a computer world mm-hmm. which is then taken to the to the Looney Tunes land and it's it's going it's trying to explain it through like through, <laughs> through a really grounded means I mean
1: there were pre- there were pretty intense mechanics in involved in Space Jam in that like we spent a lot of time with a, a board of he- demons who wanted to like who 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 like wanted to enslave Looney Tunes land and the and and they spent a full scene being like we want to create a theme park in which humans are going to come to help, uh, come to play that's, with that's you, fine. Michael that's, Jordan. That's
0: exposition. What my what my gripe is: instead of just <laughs> instead of just um, having confidence in yeah, the fact that we can watch a film about Michael Jordan getting sucked through a golf hole, yeah, we now have to ground it in our own reality. <laughs> we have to sort of be like, oh, right, so he somehow it gets transported into
1: the internet through this thing and that, that's, where I, that's where I say one is an anomaly like yeah. we just go oh yeah because Bugs Bunny does his thing right yeah two is a pattern and now we have to reconcile that two famous basketballers have separately been stolen <laughs> from earth <laughs> like <they're, laughs> that is world building in itself yeah yeah <laughs> that is like that changes something not just one basketballer yeah. has been stolen from earth but two se- in separate points in time two very famous basketballers have been kidnapped from earth to do an interdimensional battle this is why I don't think they're sequels
0: they've just got the set. <laughs> they've got the same fucking name for some reason and they've got <laughs> almost the same plot <laughs> But they look like they're in two different universes. They do.
1: That's that that definitely is true. Um it definitely feels like and that's why I think that Space Jam the Space Jam 1 um, cast yeah. could easily end up as a cameo in this one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because because for me, it kinda it's like that kind of Ready Player One thing, like where like for me it feels like uh, they are in a new space. They're in a new version of Looney Tunesville, right? They are in a a new like, they they look different. They look they're all in three D and CG and all that stuff. Mm. And Pennywise, <laughs> Pennywise was not in Looney Tunes. No, no, no it, was, no. it was not. It was not in Space Jam. And like, which is why I'm thinking <laughs> these are completely different movies. Because yeah. because.
0: I think I agree with you there. Yeah, because no, in no way does Space Jam One reference any other Looney Tunes <laughs> no. franchise or or show no. any other Looney Tunes no, franchise. No, at all. The Iron Giant isn't wandering around in the background in one of the shots,
1: and he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be wandering around in the background of this one either. No, no. Um, <laughs> to be people fair. need to leave the, the Iron Giant alone. <laughs> you've, you've got because no one understands the Iron Giant
0: everyone in Hollywood has watched the Iron Giant and gone yeah he's a big weapon he's a big
1: punching robot yeah that's fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've got it he says Superman doesn't he yeah yeah he says it's fine which is why no one in Hollywood understands Superman anymore
1: (laughs) yeah because they think he's just like Iron Giant he's He's a big weapon (laughs) (laughs) he's a big Iron Giant like a big weapon yeah
0: yeah, yeah if the they've uh that the writers of Ready Player One had obviously seen uh Man of Steel yeah, yeah. and then watched the Iron Giant yeah. and gone, Oh, he wants to be like Superman, yeah. does he?
1: Well, Go, well they got that far no further. The,
0: <laughs> the City Destroyer Superman.
1: <laughs> well they call him the Man of Steel, it's like <laughs> the Iron Giant. But... Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, like It's um... just a few
0: few spaces off the uh of the period table of elements.
1: Yeah. And um, it steals an element, is it? Space Jam 2 is going to be the death knell of any goodwill that um, that the the idea of bringing multiple uh franchises together yeah. is going to ever going to have. Mm. If, this is going to represent the very turning point where everyone goes, it's been done, mate. Like, Ready Player One was already pushing it a bit far. Like, there were too many franchises in that, yeah. And it was done in such a way as to make it feel like it's like a, like an Easter egg hunt, yeah. Right, um, which is appropriate. Which is yeah. Which is the uh, the the film. The it plot. is literally the plot of the film. Space Jam ain't got that excuse. <laughs>
0: Space Jam Space Jam I mean it's a sequel <laughs> they've got to do something different yeah however I don't think they've made the right decision <laughs> because what they've done from what I can see is the same film yep they've just added more steps mm-hmm. yeah to get to the to get to the point
1: <laughs> yeah for, and this is just from the trailer yeah. it might be completely different yeah I mean like I think what we've got is a different brand of trailer making as well yeah I think we no longer are I haven't seen the, the, the Space Jam trailer in a while because why would I watch the yeah, Space Jam yeah why would you trailer? watch it again the entire experience of Space Jam is burned into my memory why do I need a trailer but um <laughs> the uh like
0: I'm just glad they updated the website <laughs> You're glad, are you? Yeah, I'm glad they updated the website. <laughs> Everyone else from, is really angry <laughs> from the '96. <96. laughs> Actually, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not glad they've they updated got a real, the website. They, they've got
1: a little button that you can turn it back to the
0: old one. Now. <laughs> they understand the uh, the market. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They understand their audience. Yeah,
1: um, people who don't want things to change. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, I do. I do think that we are now going to see because it's obviously going to happen. Who hasn't done one of these yet? Like, um, Paramount? Have have Paramount done a, like, here are all the, all the properties we own, and we're going <laughs> to add them all together? Like?
0: <laughs> what? Like, just Indiana Jones, maybe? Yeah. But that's Disney now, I, I think. I suppose
1: so. Is it, though?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't oh, know. Lucasfilm.
0: It would explain why Indiana Jones isn't on Disney+. Plus.
1: Yeah. Um... Because, yeah, because it, it's got to be owned by Paramount yeah. if they produced it. So, but it's also a Lucasfilm thing. It is a Lucasfilm, but they, with that they, that those films were produced by Lucasfilm. Yeah, or not produced, but were um, the yeah. Paramount, but Lucasfilm. Yeah, it,
0: yeah, because because it's Spielberg. It's not actually George Lucas so
1: yeah those rights will be somewhere in there and we don't know who's who but like my guess is that like Lucasfilm made it but didn't retain the rights because Paramount had them yeah Um, but Disney are making another one so who knows so it could literally be that the the films as were made are Paramount's and any films from in the future are Disney's um, yeah, that. and and you know that Disney want to get the others back because they want to turn uh, <laughs> Splash Mountain into an Indiana Jones ride. Yeah, um, they turned it into
0: a um, Princess and the Frog ride.
1: They have, but which brings me all, to my next we, point. We all know how much faith Disney has in Princess and the Frog, so <laughs> you can you can you can expect that to be turned into an Indiana Jones ride. Yeah, uh, or they, do they have a runaway train at Disneyland? Yeah, yeah. Um, Thunder Mountain, I think. Thunder Mountain. Yeah, they'll turn Thunder Mountain into an Indiana Jones ride. I, to I'm be
0: fair, sure. there's no problematic problematic elements to Thunder Mountain. Yeah, well, no, Splash but... Mountain. Yeah, but like... was, was marred but... in uh, in the Song of the South, which is the first ever film yeah. to be to yeah. to merge live action with
1: animation. Is it? Well, the first feature film, yeah. Feature film, yeah. I was, I was thinking because there was the, one of Disney's early ones was a um, little girl and a cat, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, it, like it was clearly something that Disney felt strongly about the, mm. those interactions, and you know, you end up with those amazing things like uh, Mary Poppins, yeah. where you know Dick Van Dyke is dancing with penguins, and it looks like he's dancing with penguins, and it, yeah. it really, really feels like um, that there is a a proper skeuomorphic element to those, to yeah, those, it's, uh,
0: it's really kinetic and he's yeah. like looking at them and, and they're interacting and it's, yeah. it's brilliant to, mm. to watch. Um, i trying to think what other films did it around that time because there was Song of the South, Mary Poppins.
1: Um, it's not, Bedknobs and Broomstick didn't do it, and it wasn't... Um, or did they? Yeah, I'm sure Bedknobs and Broomstick... Because
0: Bedknobs and Broomstick has that dragon...
1: Yeah, there's and that, and that, that football game, isn't it? Yes. yes, yes. The football game with the king and, and all that sort of stuff. Yes. So I was going to say it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but it's not Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, because they don't go in animation No, no. That's just child catcher stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang doesn't have any of that, mm-hmm. I don't think, from no. what I remember. No. Um, Bedknobs and Broomsticks does. Yeah. Uh, although I've not seen that for years but Mm. yeah I'm pretty sure it's the football game um, that happens in that Um, I'm trying to think what else what other films there are that have um, Looney Tunes obviously have done it a lot
1: yes I say a lot Space Jam and Looney Tunes Back back in in Action action, yeah Yeah. I mean listen Looney Tunes Back in Action isn't good (laughs) but it is fun yeah yeah it's
0: it's a it's a it's, Brendan it's Fraser a vehicle yeah peak Brendan Fraser film yeah. so you can't you've got to give it at least
1: two points then there's that day where we watched five minutes of um, Tarzan and five minutes of George of the Jungle and pretended it was a, it was a <laughs> film like that and just kept alternating yeah yeah <laughs> Um, I remember that day that was weird (laughs) that was a weird day Um, but you know uh, (laughs) it was I'm trying to think what else what other uh, uh, like properties uh, have done this blending of uh, oh um Who Framed Roger Rabbit oh of course yeah Yeah. that would be remiss if we didn't talk about that yeah although I have never seen it Uh, me neither Um, funnily enough yeah uh, like that was you know that was kind of they worked really hard on that one to make sure that the Animations interacted physically with the um, with with the uh, live action Mm. uh, actors. Like we've we've probably watched more behind the scenes
0: of of Who Who Framed Framed Roger Rabbit than we have actually watched of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Absolutely. Um, There's that and Cool World as well. Cool World. Yeah, which is. Essentially, the same thing, but with Brad Pitt. Okay. Um, and I think I've it not, came out, not heard of that. Came out the same time or, or around that time, and it's kind of the ants to *Who uh, Framed <laughs> Roger Rabbit's and a bug's life. <laughs> um, I, I don't think there's any like recognizable characters in *Cool World*. Mm. I think maybe I, again, I've, again, I've not seen it. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like the, the lesser-known uh, one from that time. I don't think you'd see that many anymore. Really.
1: No, it's a weird one. No, not really. Um, you kind of you do have situations where people Page Master. Um, oh yeah,
0: no, actually,
1: <laughs> Page Master is him going into the. Yes, yeah. but it is a blend of live action and animation yep. for a start, um, and it is not. They don't have to share the same frame, but they That's do good. share the same frame. Yeah, um, in uh, at the end mm. uh, and at the start. So before he goes in there yeah. is a um like uh, there is uh the tidal wave of of paint and stuff yeah. um and afterwards they animate um him in his treehouse and the the shadows they animate the shadows um of him mm. against the live in 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 the live action it's it's cg but yeah. you know it's um uh, that 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 blend for me is 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 is, is really enough. Fun. Yeah, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely it, enough. It's a good. Oh, we need to watch that again.
1: It's it's a good. It's. it's like a really it's good from what you remember hard, I, mean, I watched it I will say probably about four or five years ago okay Um, and I still enjoyed it uh, mostly for the cameos um, yeah like it is just great to listen to Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Stewart and Leonard Nimoy and yeah. just just this ridiculous cast of people Christopher uh, Lloyd Christopher as Lloyd as well. of course yeah, yeah he's in the live action part yeah um, Macaulay Culkin and of course Macaulay Culkin the cameo the, yeah the, uh, <laughs> from the Macaulay Culkin the, 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 the kind of face of the day you know yeah. like um. I'm and,
0: surprised that hasn't been brought back.
1: It wasn't big enough then. No. I, it was on the tail end of Macaulay Culkin's career, I think. Um, and... Yeah. uh Which is sad. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, I, I just think he wasn't as much of a property as, mm. as like, he had been. Um, and, yeah, I, I like... I don't know. I don't know why I didn't do as well, but I loved it. It got mm. a video game, I loved the video game, even though it was impossibly difficult. Um, <laughs> like every video game yeah, back then, yeah. <laughs> true. Um and uh yeah, like if you haven't seen it, listeners, do? Yeah. I just I just think it's if you ever hear us talking about magic portal fantasy mm. That is where I'm drawing a huge portion of my, of my like, w- w-
0: uh, inspiration from. It does feel like a load of librarians watch Labyrinth. Yeah. And when, <laughs> how can we get it so that more kids can go Come to the li- library? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> That's it. If you look at it as sort of like a propaganda
1: piece for libraries, yeah. it's a really good one. It's a propaganda f- piece for reading, even, though, yeah. for me. Um, and it worked on me like yeah uh you know it worked I, on you I'm...
0: i was terrified about going to a library after watching that movie. <laughs> i
1: was already reading quite a lot but for me it helped sell the fantasy of reading which yeah. still persists today um like people still have the fantasy of reading which is like this massive wall of bricks mm. made of paper that you like touch and pull down and then you are in a new world, right, yeah. is the thing that is the inspiration for Raiders of Lost Ark, that feeling, right? Like, the, yeah. the idea that there are hundreds and hundreds of boxers and each one has a magical adventure associated with it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, Pagemaster... Same damn thing, except they they wanted to realize it, and the way that they could realize it was basically having that kind of like boy teleported into fantasy worlds. There's yeah. dragons, and there's and all the, they're all mushing in together. And if you remade Page Master now, it might be about video games. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's Ready Player One, isn't it? In a way, yeah. um, and and like that is that is a shame, mm. but. Literature has diversified quite a bit, and so there is new ground there mm. now, right? I would expect YA fiction to be uh, a thing that he, one of the that, books that he went into, yeah, yeah, right. So like it would be like a a, a so someone <laughs> would have like a side parting. It'd be really like surly and sort it'd of. Be, it'd be a woman that carries a bow. Bow and arrow. <laughs> I was expecting a sort of like a, a, a kind of Twilight, like Jacob character. Um, sort of like a, you know, someone who's a little bit sort of middle distancy and, and sullen. <laughs> and, and, and I love I
0: love how in Page Masters, the three genres, yes, it's, yeah. it's very much uh, like inside out where they've just got the four emotions or five yeah, emotions absolutely. where they've just sort of boiled down... Um, the, the entirety of literature into three
1: genres. Inside Out could have been one of these. Yeah. You could e- easily have made the parts of Inside Out that weren't the emotions into live action.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I Osmosis totally get that. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones! <laughs> <laughs> i love how that came out of nowhere but <laughs> because yes I was,
1: because i was imagining zooming into a person a real person yeah. and, and then looking inside because uh,
0: osmosis jones if you haven't seen it again another great movie it's a good
1: movie very good funny movie um
0: where inside uh, you you see inside of bill murray as he is as he's consumed by like this illness yeah played by uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Um and then there's Osmosis Jones, this white blood cell yep. who's a cop yep. <laughs> inside Bill Murray. Played by uh, Chris Rock.
1: Chris Rock. His sort of like by the rules uh pal flew flew um uh, uh, Drixenol. Powell. Drixenol, yeah. Uh, David Hyde Pierce. With David Hyde Pierce, of course, yeah. yeah. And so like it, it's got again it's got a quite a, a, a nice cast and it's a really good concept. It's like we animate the inside of of Bill Murray. Bill Murray does things in the real world and it and it transfers over to what's happening in his bloodstream, yeah and uh, then you've in just the city got, that is his bloodstream, and the, then you've the, got
0: Bill Murray and his daughter hanging out, yes, I'm pretty sure
1: Woody Harrelson's in it maybe oh Who really, knows? but yeah um, that's that's a that's again that's an expansion of the the space jam concept for sure, yeah that is very very much like, hey, what can we do with this? how can we make this uh feel great um yeah, I need to watch that movie again actually. I used to remember I, I remember um I remember watching the the cartoon quite a lot Ozzy and Drake's. Hmm. Um and uh that was like at the very start they basically transfer osmosis Jones into as a, as a transfusion <laughs> into another person. It is a mosquito. Yeah. A mosquito bites Bill Murray. <laughs> and then flies over to a teen boy and bites the teen boy we couldn't afford Bill Murray for
0: for a whole series so (laughs) we'll just make up something that
1: works it's fine and it's more relatable to a a teen audience yeah you know they can do storylines about zits and smoking and uh, alcohol and drugs and all that kind of thing Uh, they can do after school special stuff about health and it works and it's good and it like it was a fun it was a fun show
0: but again it's it's a good film for being kind of educational as well yeah. like you know how white blood cells work at least yeah. and like some of the exposition in it like yeah. obviously whatever Drix does um, is is oh. the role of a flu pill yeah. kind of thing it's really really cool how it all sort yes. of works obviously it's it, you've got to take some liberties but it's yeah, like but that's, that's, more or less
1: there you ground it and you don't have the great thing about animation stuff uh, cross-animation with live action is mm. you don't have to ground it, really. No. You just have to... Because the the live action is the grounding. Everyone who is going to enjoy this this movie has already made the leap of faith to imagining that these two things can interact. Yeah. Right? They've already crossed that threshold. Mm. And so you have said, by saying, like... You've self-selected, in a way. By saying, hey, we're making a movie that is, is half live action and half... Half animation. What you've done is you have said we only want audiences who are okay with that, yeah, right, the, who are going to be able to buy that, and it's largely children, and it's largely people who just like want to buy that animation. Mm. So Mary Poppins Returns like has has that whole uh, that whole segment with the bowl, mm. um, and it is um, uh, it's, it's wonderfully animated, and it and it and it, uh, it's, it's magical, and mm. it, it's uh, the. I suppose that the reason it can be used for education so much is because it allows you to ground it, Mm. right? It allows you to have that kind of like, oh, when we look at the mundane, when we look at a tree or when we look at a a small puddle on the ground, there are are billions of those on, on Earth. And we, if we can now imagine that every single one of them has an animated ecosystem of characters in it. Yeah. Um. While
0: while also explaining quite complex things through, like metaphor and obviously just visual imagery rather yes. than just saying this is this.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, like the I, I remember the episode of it of Osmosis Jones where. <laughs> Uh, sorry, of, uh, of Ozzy and Drix, where Nick Oteen was the bad guy. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, like he's, he's like, I'm going to fill your lungs with tar. And it's just... <laughs> here's my buddy Tar, and he's going to fill your lungs. And I'm in your brain messing things around. And it's like, oh, man. Like, obviously, there isn't a character yeah. when you smoke called Nick Oteen that goes into your brain. But you can make the guy's powers a little bit like um analogous to the to the way that it has in the real world without like and you you don't have to sort of and it 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 beckons that the style Mm. of of, of, uh, 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 the style of animation meeting with live action Mm. even though actually those those cartoons weren't that they were animation and animation but the style of, between bill murray and and, and like the, in live action and the animation beckons you to imagine the uh animation stuff as analogous mm. rather than what is literally going on yeah um it asks you the, you know it, it it tells you hey this is heightened it's like when they say like at the bottom of crime stoppers like this is a reconstruction yeah so that pe- <laughs> so that people don't go round to the actor's house and beat them up um, i know that. they're that actor <laughs> I'm going to go I'm going to go and raid his house for all his stolen <laughs> all his stolen stuff where's that stolen TV you <laughs> bastard like it's like that it, it, it couches it in something it makes, it makes I j- can't you believe can... you robbed the jewellery shop and the TV
0: <laughs> hello just want to say thank you for listening to the lives of pitch deleted scenes we
1: hope you've enjoyed it if you have maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media by word of mouth anywhere really maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it if you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever maybe review it there five stars thumbs up give everyone the heads up
0: like I said before thank you cheers right bye right. bye